Good evening, everybody. A warm welcome to tonight's talk brought to you by the Spiritist Society of Bournemouth and Poole Christian Spiritualist Church. I am Fabrice Assunção from the Spiritist Society of Bournemouth. It is a great pleasure to give a very warm, warm welcome to our guest speaker, Ingo Meyer. Ingo is from Germany and is a graduate engineer in information technology. He has been a spiritist since 2013 and is a leader of the Way of Charity Spiritist Group in Munich. It's a great to have you leading us tonight, Ingo. Thank you so much. Before Ingo's talk, let us first go to Lawrence Saville at the Pooh Christian Spiritualist Church for our opening prayer. Over to you, Lawrence. Thank you very much, Fabrizio, and good evening, everybody, and good evening to you too, Ingo. So we could just still our minds just for this short time, link in with that God of our own understanding, and reach deep within to that thread of the divine that runs through all creation. Divine and heavenly spirit, that whom we call God, we ask this night as we join together, that our minds and hearts be opened, that we may learn to progress along our pathway here upon this earthly plane, that we may for this short time put aside all those things that worry and concern us and join together under that banner of education and enlightenment. We ask that those who work on both sides of the veil, be it here on this earth, and from afar, unite their energies to bring forth words of wisdom, upliftment, comfort, and to empower us to do better on our journeys, to aid and assist those who surround us, and lift up that bright light and banner of spirit, love, light, truth, and of God. And we now place this evening in thine tender, loving care and keeping. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lawrence. Now, my friends, it is my great pleasure to hand over to Jungo Meyer for his talk about our journey into the light. Over to you, Ingo. Well, thank you very much. And thank you for this warm welcome and for this opportunity to speak to this audience today. And bear with me, uh, my pronunciation. I will do my best to make myself understandable. Let me first share the screen. So I hope you can see my screen, right? Yes, we can, Ingo. It's all up there and all ready. Okay, wonderful. Thanks a lot. So, so the the topic of my of my just a second something still wrong here on my side you can still see my screen right yes we have your screen okay. up there's a green banner at the bottom and the entitled our journey into the light yes right so actually that's the title of my presentation today our journey into the light and it's based on the spiritist teaching so when we talk about the journey what are the most important elements well 
first it's a destination. So we will talk about what does it mean going into the light. Well, and when we head to a destination, then we need to look at the starting point. And heading into the light means obviously that we are still sort of in the dark. So we will talk about that as well. And then the third and most important question, how do I get there? How do I get from A to B? And I would like to start with the power of our thoughts and feelings. And with that, let me introduce to you Masaru Emoto's water experiments. Masaru Emoto was a Japanese who lived from 1943 until 2014. And he found out that human vibrational energy, thoughts, words, ideas, influence the molecular structure of water. The method he used was he took photomicrographs of the molecular structure of frozen water. And the results he found was that healthy water forms hexagonal crystal structures, sick water does not. And pure spring water and water that has been treated with love is healthy. So we know at least people who are familiar with the Spiritist teaching know that we are using water, magnetized water. So we are basically using this, this feature of water that it can store the uh, vibrational energy and the thoughts. And uh, Masaru Emoto has really found out that, that there must be some kind of energy when we think, when we feel, and this energy can be, so, can be stored in water. So when we look at the power of thoughts in medicine and science, we find it here and there. And there are also projects looking into this, trying to systematically elaborate that. So there's, for example, when we look at medicine psychosomatics, it's the unconscious effect of our thoughts and our feelings to our body and our health. Nowadays, you can read more and more about quantum healing. And when people talk about quantum healing, they usually talk about the healing power of our thoughts. So when you visualize healing light, to your body, this is about the power of thoughts being used for this purpose. When we look at science, there are many different projects ongoing all over the world. There's, for example, the Institute of Noetic Science in the US. It's about a global consciousness project to study changes in group consciousness. And the purpose here is to examine subtle correlations that may reflect the presence and the activity of consciousness in the world. There's a peer project from the Princeton University. They do an investigation into the possible influence of human consciousness on processes. They are especially looking at random or machine controlled processes. 
Well, and then there is the Monroe Institute. They look, they look at psychokinesis and they look at the affecting, the thought affecting dice throwing results. And there are many more projects, but what we can certainly say, science at the moment is still in its infancy regarding this topic. It seems the power of thoughts are so subtle that they are still difficult to measure. But I'm very convinced we will get there because the Spiritist teaching tells us about the power of thoughts already. And with that, I would like to start with a few basics on the Spiritist teaching when we then continue towards the power of thoughts. So when we look at the human being as defined by the Spiritist teaching in Alan Kardec's book, in the Spirit's book, question 76, we can say that the human being consists of three main elements. And the most important one is the spirit or the soul, which you can see on the left. So the spirit, and I'm using the soul as a synonym here, that's the intelligent principle that's the host of our thought, the free will and our moral development. So the attribute of our spirit, of the spirit are the immortality, the individuality, thinking and reason and conscience. So when you for a moment just forget about your material body, everything what you are inside, that's us as a spirit basically. And we are immortal. The spirit is enveloped by the perispirit, which is the, uh, a subtle envelope, if you like. Or some scientists would talk about a morph morphologic uh, uh, body. And then you have the material body. And all of this together forms the human being. Thinking is the soul's power. If I may quote Alan Kardec again in the Spirit's book, the answer to question 89a, it says, wherever the thought is, there the soul is. Since it is the soul that thinks, thought is an attribute. And also, Divaldo Franco and the spirit Manuel Filomeno de Miranda confirms that thinking is dynamic energy in continuous motion. So when we go back to the spirit, we can say that the spirit is like a generator of energy and light. And the spirit doesn't have any arms or any legs, no mouse. So if the spirit wants to act, it uses thinking. It uses its willpower and the feelings. And the vibrational level, the quality, the brightness of this energy, that's our feelings. 
That's the psychological state we are in. And the intensity comes with the willpower and the trust. And that defines at the end the vibrational level, willpower and trust. So, and here I would like to quote Joanna de Angeli. Joanna de Angeli is the guardian angel of Divaldo Franco. She says, the spirit is a dynamo of energy that is difficult to calibrate and that automatically radiates according to its emotional content. And then she continues, as the externality of the spirit, it is interpreted by the brain, which transforms it into an idea. As such, it becomes a vehicle for communication of various kinds. It is a radiation force whose rate of vibration is determined by the sender's feelings. So much to the basics. It's important to understand we are not alone. We are not alone on earth as human beings. There are spirits all around us. It's important to understand this. And we need to understand that all spirits, all souls are on the way to enlightenment. All souls have been created as ignorant spirits and are evolving towards perfection. The path goes from the instinctive to the development of the intellect, the reason and humanity up to being an angel. And when you look here at this graph, you can see the two main, the two main drivers, the intellectual development and the moral development. And the spirits book, and the spirits book, the spirits describe under question 100 and the following questions and answers that there are three main categories of spirits. The imperfect spirits, where there is predominant influence of matter over spirit. Then you have the good spirits, where you have a predominance of spirit over matter. And the pure spirits, where there is no influence at all of matter. And we are all on this way. And while we are on this way, we are incarnating again and again and again, living not only in this world, but also in other worlds, making experience, developing ourselves further and further. So when we look at the spiritual environment of ourselves on the earth and around the earth, we can say that the good spirits are there to help us in our development by taking our free will into account. And we know that everyone has a guardian spirit, which is usually a higher order spirit who helps us on our way to further develop. And again and again, high order spirits are incarnating on the earth to show mankind 
the way forward. But it's also important to understand there are certainly many, many imperfect spirits. And the imperfect spirits, they are feeding off our low mental vibrations generated through negative emotions. So when you look at the earth, we can say that the earth is surrounded and very closely surrounded by the imperfect spirits. <coughs> then there are various spheres around the earth further where the, the good spirits are who are further developing in different spheres. And then you have the high order spirits who are helping us and supporting us. And the question is now, while we are living here, making our experiences, what spirits are we dealing with? What spirits am I dealing with? Well, and this is very much defined by our, our emotional state. So my thoughts and my feelings determine at which level I vibrate. And in order to communicate with our spiritual friends, we need to vibrate at an appropriate level. And then we can connect with them in thoughts and feelings. This is the law of infinity, of affinity. So if you are in a happy state, if you are praying, if you are uh, morally very developed, then you vibrate on a very high level. And then it's easy for you to communicate with spirits on that level. Well, on the other side, if you are constantly in hatred, well, then you will, you will be in resonance with spirits who are also on that level and on that very state as well. So it's really important that we start controlling our feelings, our thoughts, our emotions. Which brings me to the next question. So at what level do I vibrate every day? So when we look at the influence of our mental energies, and we talked about that, well, our thoughts generate mental energies. And we know that we are constantly thinking whether we want or not. And it's important to understand that these energies have an effect on ourselves, on other people, on the spiritual world, on nature, on the environment. At the same time, we receive thoughts and mental energies on the level of our vibrations. Again, this has to do with resonance. So if we, if we are in bad emotions, if we are in hatred, we are receiving, we are open for exactly these vibrations from all the other people or spirits. And it's also important to understand there's a law of cause and effect. So we are responsible for our thoughts and for their effects. So when we look at a typical feeling curve of a typical day, 
then we can ask the question, am I really in balance? And if you take this graph, let's assume here this axis, you have very positive thoughts and feelings here up on the top. So you are serene, you are confident, positive, loving, compassionate, optimistic, helpful, nature loving. And then here below, well, you have very negative thoughts and feelings. You are restless, you are anxious, negative, loveless, cold, without any pity, pessimistic, selfish, materialistic. And then here you have the time. So let's say it's a typical day. Well, I'm sure for many people, for many people, this curve goes like a yo-yo. So you might start in the morning feeling very fine because you had a nice sleep. It's a wonderful morning. And then in the evening, uh, then suddenly you want to wake, wake up your children and they don't want to go up. They annoy you, so your emotions go down. After that, you take a walk into the woods, so you are happy again. You are enjoying nature. Well, when you get back, you see that your neighbor is blocking your exit, so you can't get out with your car, so you get really angry again. Then you have lunch with a good friend, so you are in a good mood again. But then in the afternoon, you take the car driving through the city and there's traffic jam. So you get again, very emotional. Well, luckily you have dinner in the evening. Everybody is in a good mood, which brings you up. And then you have the news. You look about the hotspot, about the Corona crisis about politics so you get again in a very bad mood well then you might watch a romantic video luckily which brings you up again but then again you have an emotional debate with your partner so that might not be typical for all of us but for many might be that others are constantly here on that level on a very low level or on another level on a higher level so if you sum up the emotional feelings of the people on earth and the, the spirits around it, we can talk about the psychosphere of the earth. And if we assume where well, many people's thoughts and moods are like a yo-yo because they don't control them, they have positive thoughts, but also very often negative, then, well, we can say the sum of the thoughts and feelings that the earth is psychosphere. And I can, or I'm pretty sure that the current psychosphere on earth is very negative. There's fears, there's conflicts, politics, ego, the law of the strongest, materialist thinking, Corona refugees. So when we look, would look from the spiritual, from the spirit's point of view towards the earth, we would be able to see this mental energies, and we would see that it's all probably all dark around the earth. And let me quote 
spirit. Let me quote the spirit Andre Lewis from the book The Messenger, who was who was explaining about the view he took from the earth. It was at the time of the Second World War. And he was telling us people who only deal with the war in thoughts or through utterances or those who represent ideologies, others who, who in turn fight them, no one can escape the vibrations of war. Few people can maintain higher spiritual values in times of war. And so it is not surprising that people, as a result of their inattention, generate mental pollutants that intensify the dark clouds above the Earth's surface and develop these destructive storms. And then he continues, our devoted brothers, and these are good spirits who are helping humans, must work hard to prevent severe magnetic storms, which are hidden from the human eye, from discharging as deadly vibrations over humanity, which could lead to the misery of war and plagues spread out endlessly. Well, if we look at the coronavirus, that's a plague. So we are at the moment looking at the mental pollutants at a similar stage. So what do we learn or what do we need to learn from this? Well, we need to learn to get a grip on our inner world of thoughts and feelings. We need to develop a positive psyche, loving, calm, resting in us. We need to learn to vibrate positively, to radiate positive energies. And we need to start with ourselves, but then also support others, help them, explain them. And the question is, how can we do that? Well, Here's the recipe. We need to resolve our imperfections and I will later on explain how. We need to improve our values. We need to search for meaning and life's mission. We need to be self-determined and responsible. We need to view ourselves from a, from a higher perspective. And last but not least, we need to expand and spiritualize consciousness. So let's start with the first, with the imperfections. And let's take a psychological view of us. When we take such a view then we look at the I consciousness. The I consciousness, or we can say the ego, is the knowledge of the individual about his identity. Then we have a persona. It's the 
outwardly shown attitude of a person. Some people also speak about the theater mask, or we can say it's a role we play. And that's sort of the outer world. And then there's the unconscious. And that refers to an area of the human psyche that is not directly accessible to our consciousness, but is underlying it. And within that, we have the shadow. And the shadow of a person contains what opposes his positive self-image and his persona. And that's our imperfections. So our imperfections, they are lying in the shadows. And our ego acts like a doorman. Everything that becomes conscious goes through the ego. And every thought, every situation, everyone who annoys us, we have that within us. It comes from our shadow. And our ego tries to suppress these shadows. But actually our job is to look at them, to acknowledge them that they belong to us and they are part of us. So we can integrate and dissolve them point by point. And let me quote Joanna de Angeli again. She says, it's not about being against the imperfections, the inner shadows. It's about identifying them, becoming aware of their existence and seeing them as part of our lives. And let me take another quote. And this quote is from the mentors, from the spiritual mentors of our group in Munich. Light and shadow. Light is a composition of all our positive, beautiful, and sublime characteristics. These come from all the tests past in our lives, in the various many different lives. In contrast, our shadows represent our character traits that are still in the making. We are all souls on the path to enlightenment. We have all been created equal. We all had the same start. The paths are different depending on how quickly one has understood and internalized one or the other point. Time is infinite and God is merciful and patient. So whenever we discover and accept a dark point within us, we can change it. This is important. Point by point, we can remove the impurities or better the undeveloped points in our souls and understand why this step of development has to be taken to bring them to enlightenment. Greed, egoism, hate, certain desires are among others nothing else but underdeveloped points in our souls. When we are ready, they create space or transform into love, into humility, and laugh of our neighbor. And that means moving into the light. 
So coming back to our journey, there are some basics we need to understand and we need to take into consideration for our journey. The first one is the values. Mortal spirits, we often reincarnate on earth to have experiences to grow morally and intellectually. And that's the overall goal. The moral wisdom is already implanted in our conscience. The further we move away from it, the worse off we are, the darker we vibrate. The more we develop in its direction, the happier we become and the higher we vibrate. And here I can propose to study Alan Kardec's books. When you look at the moral laws, you can find them in the spirits book in the third part. And their applications are described in the gospel according to spiritism. And let me quote the gospel here, chapter 13.9. When we love each other, we do for the others what we want them to do for us. All religions, all morals are based on these two principles. If they were followed in this world, we would all be perfect. That's our values. The next one is about the fate and the free will. God has given us and all spirits a free will. That means we may decide, we even have to decide. But that also means that we bear the responsibility for our decisions. Nobody else will. We need to understand that there are things that we have to accept. Strokes of fate, social conditions and so on. And this is this gray here, this fateful area, things we cannot influence, at least not in this incarnation, made because of the cause and effect, the law of cause and effect. So things we have done in the past or because we have deliberately chosen it to be like this in this incarnation, prior to the incarnation. So such strokes are also often such strokes of fate are also often a wake-up call for us to change. And it's important then that we concentrate on the areas that we can change, where we can act and make self-determined decisions. So we need to move away then from these gray area to the area of freedom to the area where we have our development potential because the stroke of fates <clears throat> wants us to look into these areas and further develop here then it's important to look and to think about your possible mission in life because before you reincarnated uh, before we all reincarnated, we took a mission. We defined ourselves a mission. 
And this normally includes our family, our social environment, and it is about our further development. And our decisions here on earth and our actions should be subject to these aspects. Does it help my mental and moral development? What about my subjects? Does it help or harm my neighbor? So at the end, and when we look at the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, well, it's about self-realization and self-orientation. Taking these topics like the mission in life into account. So these are the basic principles of our journey. We also have some tools which I can offer you for the journey. Well, we need to expand our awareness. So ideally we look at ourselves from a higher perspective. So we said before, we are constantly thinking we are changing our feel, feelings. Some feelings might go like a yo-yo. It's important that we start to recognize this, that we start to watch ourselves from a higher perspective. We need to recognize the automatism of our ego and work on the bad habits, our egoism, our drives, our want to strike back immediately mentality the want to be bigger, stronger, better, more beautiful, or to worry about what others might think about us. Ask yourself, why am I reacting and feeling like this? Which inner shadows do I still have? In order to live well and to develop properly, a rough self-analysis is essential. In this way, we can face the challenges of life and find suitable solutions. And personally, what I do every evening before I sleep, I, I look at the day and I look at all the situations. I look at my thoughts, my feelings, my emotions, or the situation and then I try to reflect and analyze and look at my imperfections. And through this, I can do better tomorrow. What also helps is to renounce the daily bombardment of bad energies. So I strongly recommend to reduce the news consumption to minimum and forego the violent videos, TV and literature. Instead, read positive, good literature consciously, which brings you up, which brings your emotional state up. Go into nature regularly, be mindful and consciously enjoy the creation. Enjoy cultural activities, music, paintings, whatever it is. Today we get dragged, dragged 
too often away from these things because of the constant bombardment of bad news. And we need to protect ourselves from that. Another important method is meditation. I recommend to meditate regularly. Meditation is one of the best ways to add self-analysis. Meditation helps to structure our thoughts and bring them under control, to control our emotions, to activate the inner powers and the healing effects. So if you compare, if we compare our soul with a lake, then the thoughts, the constant thinking, they are like the spray on top, the restless water, which hinders you to look inside the lake. If, if we succeed in bringing the surface to rest through meditation, we can look into it, expand our consciousness and open ourselves to spiritual impulses. I also recommend to pray regularly. Prayer is the greatest power we know. Prayer is an inner sincere dialogue with God and with the higher spiritual beings. It is thought transmission, an impulse generated by our will, which reaches the receiver directly and immediately. It is the means of communication between the spirits as well as between the incarnate and the disincarnate. And again, let me quote the gospel. Prayer through prayer, man receives the help of good spirits who support him in his good decisions and inspire him to good thoughts. Man thus receives the necessary strength to overcome his difficulties. So why not using this powerful help? And the, the good spirits are there to help us. We simply need to open ourselves for them. And last but not least, let's commit ourselves to the good. Practice charity. And again, the gospel, it says, be kind and merciful. That is the key of heaven, which you have in your hands. All eternal happiness is contained in this saying, love one another. The soul cannot be lifted up into the spiritual worlds except through devotion to one's neighbor. And it finds joy and consolation in the exercise of charity alone. So if you help somebody and you see, you see his eyes shining and his face smiling because you could help him, that is bringing so much positive energy to you that it will help your spirit lift to lift up. And that is the effect. If you do this regularly, then you are on a perfect way into the light.
So let's look at the destination. It's important that we understand each and every one of us has an immeasurable potential. So the faculties of our spirit, of us, are immeasurable. When Jesus said, I assure you, if you believe firmly and do not doubt, you can do such things and much more than that. You can even say to this mountain, lift yourself up and throw yourself into the sea and it will come to pass. So the further we grow morally and intellectually, the stronger our love for other people will be, the stronger our spiritual abilities. We just at the moment don't know how to use them. And it's important to understand that we are loved unconditionally in our uniqueness. We are still in the infancy of our development, but God already sees us, sees in us the perfect beings that we will one day be. So back to the journey. Well, you've seen the starting point and the destinations, both are within us. And the journey is our inner transformation. And this inner transformation is really a process. It's a way to go and it will, it will take our whole incarnation. But it's, it's important that we start. We have all the means, it's up to us. And when we look at Earth, we can say that we build the world we want to live in. Very often, spiritual mentors have advised us to seek inner balance in order to make a positive contribution to the harmony of our own community, society, and the world. With this one, I'm at the end of my presentation. Many thanks. Thank you very much, Ingo, for this. It's very, very good. Um, we're going to open now for questions um, on Facebook. So anyone on Facebook, feel free to pop your questions, and then we can go through and have a little debate with Ingo and Lawrence. We can open up for questions and answers now. Just going to quick have a look um, if there is anyone has already asked a question. Just going to go through Facebook now. While you're doing that, Fabrizio, brilliant, Ingo. Thank you so much. Really enjoyed that. So much in there I can relate to, especially at this time. You know, I think with everybody this time, we're all working and thinking differently. And so many things you said there, I'm thinking, I've, I've been saying that. I've been thinking that, you know, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. And so nice to see the graph of people's emotions through the days. Because Thank you, you so much. Because you do become aware. The more aware you are, the more aware you are when you're high, but also when you're low. You know, the awareness of that is there. So it was, it was interesting to see that and thought, yeah, I can relate that to my day. You know, that, and I'm not beating myself up about it so much. I thought it was just me. 
Yeah, I think many people actually know this, but they are not really aware of that. They don't really watch themselves and they don't really understand the the effects of this, what it's doing to, to himself. And when we look, for example, that these these mental vibrations of our spirits, if I if I'm constantly in hatred, this is like a, like a bad energy which is constantly applied to our body, for example. And over time, then we start to get sick, we get diseases and so on and so forth. And so what we do, let's say to others, if we harm others, the spirits world, we are harming ourselves at the very first, at the beginning. And most people are not really aware of that. And I think, yeah, we try to, to explain this in some kind of a way that it's understandable. Very good. We have got some comments here, so I'm going to read some. Um, we have people um, say, good evening from Scotland. Um, hello to Scotland there. A question here is um, Sarah is a is inspirational, fascinating, very interesting, and I will listen to this over again. Brilliant toolkit, thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, any question? <laughs> a question from our friend Stephen over in Ireland. Uh, so we have Ireland here with us as well. So he says, uh, here's his question. Ingo, uh, how do how to deal with our free will and accept things that we cannot change. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, well, maybe let me explain a little bit uh, more detailed. There is a doctor called Victor Emil Frankl from Vienna actually he was a, he was a doctor he was a psychiatrist and uh, he was jewish and he was during second world war he was in a concentration camp and and he you know in the con concentration camp all people who were there they didn't really have any let's say the circumstances were so difficult that well, for them, it was difficult to find to find a positive mood, a positive feeling about the future because the surroundings were so difficult, right? And this gentleman, he defined something is called the logotherapy. And the logotherapy is basically a therapy which uh, is about the meaning of life or the sense of life. And Viktor Frankl basically says you need to look at at you need to find the sense what is meaningful to you what is the meaning of life for you and what is really important for you and this is exactly how we should deal with these things we cannot change if there are things we cannot change we need really to change our focus to areas where where we where we can do something. And very often we haven't really thought about that, which makes us so difficult to accept this. And usually these people need some help and they need some time. And you need this, uh, you need this, let's say, kick 
from your uh, from your uh, stroke of fate to 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 get these changes done. It's difficult and it takes time, but uh, yeah, that's basically the way it needs to be. And well, there are means like this logotherapy which can help you and guide you through such a process of change. Thank you, Igor. So we have got some comments in here. So we have one from John. She said, this was an incredible presentation that radiates with me. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And another comment from Linda. She said, I wish I had heard this 30 years ago. Thank you so much for this wonderful presentation. Sadly, some people in my life are negative all the time. I have had to leave them behind, so to speak. Um, we have a comment here from our friend Deborah. She says she really enjoyed it. Thank you. And then Linda said again, there is so much to take in. I need to listen again. Love the idea of the toolkit. So helpful. Okay, many things. And then a few more comments we have here. Sue, she said, Ingo, do you feel that if we change our thinking, it is possible to reprogram our minds individually and collectively in order to dissolve disease and become more healthy as human spiritual beings, as an individual and as a collective, collective human consciousness? Yeah, the answer is clearly yes. And really, it starts with ourselves. And let me again quote Andre Lewis. I talked about him when he was explaining from the spiritual point of view, from the spiritual world, the view on the earth. You know, it was during Second World War when he said there was a light. I think it was in Bristol, from a church in Bristol. There was one light coming out of the dark, of these dark, polluted area. And then he went closer and closer. And what he found were people in the, I think it was the church of Bristol, who were praying. And they were really, I think they were singing even. They were singing and in their heart they were really trusting. And they were spiritually very very on a very high level and that was creating this light and this light could be seen in the spiritual world despite all these polluted areas and i think this is actually what we can do also here on earth we need to shine and if we do this others will see that other will feel that and even though they cannot see but their, their spirits inside, they will, they will feel this good energy and vibration. And so if you really change within yourself, people will see it, they will copy it, they will follow, they will get happier. And through this, there will be more and more people. And so we will change the world. And so, and it's not really so desperate what we are in. It's very natural. We are simply evolving. So we need to go through these crises and through this difficult situation in order to, to make the next steps. Very good. Um, Ingo, we have a comment from our friend um, in Vienna. So Regeni says, very wise, Victor Frank approach to meaning of life is indeed key to find balance. Mm -hmm. 
I think we are coming out now to the end of the questions. Um, what I would like to do is our announcement for our next Spiritus evening, which is going to be on the 30th of October. Um, the speaker is um, Dr. Sergio, and the topic is going to be, just one second. It's on the bottom of the screen. Oh, you have in there. I'm trying to find some my notes. <laughs> so here we go. So is Dr. Serge Tiens, and the topic is going to be magnetism, mediumship, and medicine on the 30th of October uh, at 7.30, broadcast uh, on Poo Christian Spiritualist Church, the Spiritist Society of Bournemouth Facebook, Kardec Radio Facebook, and I think also on the Christian Spiritualist Church YouTube page. Is that right, Lawrence? Correct. Cool. So, Ingo, before we go to the closure prayer, is there any closure remarks you would like to make? Well, only that I find this, the activities you are doing and these, these Facebook events very very helpful and i really i really admire your work you are doing here organizing this regularly so this is really wonderful i think you are doing an excellent job both of you so thanks for that thank you thanks thank for you. coming over and be here with us <laughs> so larson i will ask you for you to do the closure pray for us. Yeah, certainly. But before we do, you know me, I've got always getting me tuppence in. <laughs> <laughs> Ingo, you were talking of something and I, it was fascinating. And I believe it was the Dublin Spiritist group asked a question about how do you let go of the negative? Mm -hmm. A few months ago when uh, we were still like working online and just started to work back within the churches again, I started doing so and where it came from i know not but i kept saying it at different meetings about i said imagine this is your world everything within that is all the things that you can change and have an effect upon everything in there is personal to you it is part of you this is you in this world everything outside of that you cannot change. You cannot bear effect on. So let that go. And it was just resonated yeah. so much when you were talking and that question. I thought, this is one thing I've noticed very much at this time. Spirit are getting the same message out through different channels, different viewpoints, but it's the same messages yeah. coming through. And it is, it's, it's awesome. It really is. It's absolutely awesome. Yeah, but... I Actually, we can say it's natural, right? I mean, yeah. the high order spirits who are helping us, uh, well, whether we are spiritists, whether we are from a different church, it doesn't matter. They come always the same message, right? The differences are coming from the humans. That's what we are doing by interpreting and changing. But the basics, the, it's all the same. They come from the same. It's the same truth, which is there. Sometimes just taking a view from a different angle, but on the same thing. Yeah, yeah, and it is just so there. It's so visible now. It's wonderful. Anyway, 
That's me. I'll shut up now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, is it time for the closing prayer, Fabricio? Yes, please. Yep. So, once more, dear friends, we can still our minds just again for this short time, linking in with that divine within and that God of our own understanding. And let us look within our lives for all the things that we can truly give thanks to the companions who walk with us across this physical plane, our knowledges, our beliefs, our understandings, our experiences, our lives here at this time. For if you look for the blessings, you will find so many, so easy to lose sight, to be blinded by grief and despair. But underneath that light forever shines. So always hold them close to your heart and always understand that all is well, all is where it should be, and all is going in accord to the divine plans and emanations from the spirit realms and God themselves. Amen. Amen. So I'd like to wish a good night to everyone that has been with us on Facebook all over the world. Thank you, Lawrence. Thank you, Igor. It's been a blessed evening, and I hope to see you all again in two weeks' time with Dr. Sergio. Thank you, and good night. And good night. Good night.